the word balloon. An air balloon that travels through time and relative dimensions in space. Wanted by collectors throughout the galaxy, the crew of the word balloon goes around learning the weirdest, dumbest, sometimes pervious things across comicdom. Beware for I'm not losing track of where this content warning is going. Basically, we're going to swear a lot and we sometimes talk about penises. You have been warned. Hi everybody, I'm Tyler. And I'm Zach. We're Aeronauts and we're back with more word balloons. We've been flying high on our own hot air, but have stopped our journey to the Justice League's moon base to answer your nerdy questions. So with that in mind, Zach, what's our question this week? Can Magneto move Thor's hammer? It's a really good question. I feel like I've seen it pop up somewhere else lately. I can't remember where, but... The answer is sorta? Yeah, I was gonna say, so the real way to answer this is you have to define when is he trying to move it. And there's only, and you got to figure out the two reasons why he wouldn't be able to. So first was, is Uru metal ma magnetic? And does the enchantment screw with his power? The answer to both is sorta? Editor and so is Steven here. Uh, sorry, I was down cataloging the wine cellar when I heard you guys talking and I had to just come, cause I had follow up questions. How, how is shit down there? Pretty stocks. <laughs> you guys don't go down there. I'm pretty trashed right now. <laughs> well, it's right next to the greenery, so it's a it's a dangerous hallway. Oh, I love it. But I have follow up questions. Yes. That are tangential. Not necessarily, but like Magneto. But like, could other people with similar mm, subsets of powers? Like telekinetics, like uh, Jean Grey or uh, Franklin Richards. Let's answer this one first, okay. and then we'll dive into that, because there's a kind of a couple things. Well, mostly I just wanted to get, I'm trying to tackle it from the end of, like, the worthiness end of it, of, like, could it be moved without being touched? Gonna come up here. So. And again, all of it, the answer is sort of. I, I, heard, I heard the nerds, sometimes, I, I yeah. heard my nerd brain screaming, but what if? So we got to cover all the topics. So a couple of basic things, because they've answered multiple of these over the years, because partially Magneto has fought the Avengers three times that I can think of. I know more, even though he's primarily mm -hmm. X-Man guy. One, Magneto's powers work on mystical, extra-dimensional, non-Earth, non-terrestrial metals, but they don't work as well. So it's not just stuff like the Uru metal, it is Shi'ar metals, metals that don't come from Earth. He can do, but it's a lot more trouble for him. So like a lot of times it's less, you know, I can grab this hammer and use my power to do it, and more like, oh man, I could deflect it a little bit. Or like, mm -hmm. uh, there is in the Ultimate Universe, which I other than Ultimate Spider-Man was not very good, if we're being 100% honest. I mean, that blue Iron Man was pretty great. Oh, God. Orson <laughs> Scott Card, um, who wrote that. And then even in the Ultimate Universe, they tried not to talk about it. He does wield the hammer by manipulating the electromagnetic forces around the hammer. But he can't... Like, he's not worthy. He cannot use the like use the hammer he can't use it to summon the lightning or all the other stuff mm -hmm. that now it should be said in the ultimates universe thor ends up with two different mjolnirs because the first one is basically just a gadget it's not actually mjolnir mm -hmm. it's made by the scientists that were trying to recreate him as thor before they figured out that he's actually thor ultimate universe was wild fuck was man i forgot wild. how wild the ultimates got that being said, he fights Magneto both with the Techno Hammer and later on when he's 
like all god powered and actually as guardian mm-hmm. and magneto affects it both times mm-hmm. in the ultimate universe i mean in the first one it makes complete sense because yeah. it's not the mystical Uru metal this does bring to the interesting kind of facet of i mean one the if ye be worthy despite being a great quote is absolute garbage nonsense when it comes to definition of like what counts as worthy I mean, Captain America usually can in the Justice League Avengers crossover. Superman can in a moment of great crisis, but is considered not able to later on when he tries to like be like, oh, thanks for that, and pick it up and hand it to Thor. And it's said that Odin just kind of temporarily tweaked the enchantment. But Odin can't in his adult age, like he could when he was younger, but can't there. What's interesting is that is like the fourth version of what that enchantment counts as Mm -hmm. and it didn't come in until about 12 years into Thor's existence of the comics because originally it was just it was too goddamn heavy for anyone else but Thor to pick up but then other characters other strong characters started coming in and it just became difficult to like well then Hulk can pick it up because he's fucking comparative or Mm -hmm. uh, so they changed what about Hercules yeah so they changed it to just Thor can pick it up to the point of at one point Loki steals Thor's body and is suddenly like flinging around Mjolnir like nobody's business and then they ended up with because there was like a clone or a robot duplicate or something and the rules changed again slightly and it was sometimes other people can pick it up but they can't use the powers Powers. so they can you know like pick up Mjolnir and whack someone with it but they can't call down the lightning they can't do the cool spinny fly thing with it or all the other Mm -hmm. weird Thor choices Side note, that always weirded me out that Thor's way of flying is chucking the hammer and then just like being pulled along by it. Mm-hmm. One, because how do you land? I realize magic hammer, yada yada, once it's going, he can go. But even as a little kid, I was like, God, that's going to rip your goddamn arm off. Oh, no, he's just super strong. <laughs> Which is actually literally their answer to that. <laughs> Also, oh. <laughs> oh my god. So over the years, they have actually said a ton about the way Uru Metal works, just in general. And the fact that Thor is god-tier strong actually makes the hammer stronger. Because it's based off the power of the user? Yes, partially. Or if magical users can share the power back and forth because of the uh, Uru basically sucks in magic like a sponge. Mm-hmm. To the point where when you enchant something made of Uru, it becomes stronger. You don't have to enchant it to be stronger. You can enchant it to be a nightlight. Enchanting but it, will be it stronger. makes it stronger. Okay, that's wild. Now back to the enchantment, not only is it a bullshit like definition, mm-hmm. it's been straight up changed like three or four times in different runs and then had to be changed back. So there are time periods where that's just not the enchantment that's on it. In the Secret Empire event, it is changed which freaks people out because it's the cosmic cube has turned cap into a secret hydra agent it was not a popular storyline but uh, oh, i remember I didn't, I didn't even read this i just remember seeing fucking everybody in the fucking major media reporting on captain america's a nazi <laughs> and people being really offended me being like well the jewish guys that made up captain america also had stories where he was mind wiped into being a nazi so i'm not too mad about this. I mean, I like, mean, it's not like great writing, but I'm not mad about it. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, it's, but it, it, I'm sure there are people just shaking their fists at me right now, so fair enough. Uh, that's but, it. I haven't actually read it, so I don't know. At I the beginning of Secret opinion. Empire, Caps outed himself as a Nazi, and he picks up the hammer, and everyone's like, whoa, what the fuck? And the secret is just the Cosmic Cube altered the, the spell. Yeah. yeah. 
I don't remember what it was to, like, if he was... Unworthy. If he was a big enough dick, yeah, right. like... <laughs> well, then there's... A... <laughs> it's also... If you're worthy, or Captain America in this particular instance. <laughs> One, the worthiness is also sometimes literally decided by the hammer because it has been sentient at times. Mm -hmm. Also, in the current storyline, has come to life and become the god of hammers. Uh, has been destroyed since then. Oh, okay. But that most, I happen. mean, like, within yeah. this year is that kind of story. That's like, fucking cool. It's Wait. revealed in the Jason Aaron run on Thor that... The, the power to call the storm and all that was because way, way back towards the beginning of the universe, there was the All Storm, I believe it was called, which is essentially a galaxy-sized storm that was on par, like, level power with the old gods. And Odin basically fights it for a week until it's tired and then manages to contain it all in this chunk of Uru and is like... Turn this into a hammer. Jason Aaron really understood how to do weird god stories. The other fun thing cool is fuck. the Uru metal is Moonrock from the previous universe. Mm. Uh, it is metal from before the universe, which means it's from the same universe as Galactus, and is later revealed in the Jason Aaron Thor run to bring Moon Knight up like two episodes in a row, that there is a brief point in time where Moon Knight has been empowered by the god Khonshu entirely. He just has, like, all of Khonshu's powers, which means he can control moons, which means he can control Moon Rock, which means he can control Mjolnir. Mm-hmm. Oh, that melts my brain a lot, but that's fucking cool. Now, here's the other thing with Uru being magnetic, kinda sometimes also. Like, Magneto probably has the power to make it happen more often than other things, but Mjolnir's specific enchantments make most forces just not applicable to it. Mm -hmm. okay. Things just kinda don't hit it. Okay. The closest I can think of is it, it itself. worthy and they tried to move it through some sort of telekinetic or. Well, they're worthy, then whatever. It doesn't care if in if anything it probably just helped bond it to them a little bit. But honestly, I just kind of want to see the other if... person that I want holding Thor's hammer is Better Ray Bill. Oh, that makes sense. Like, I, I just this is one of the things I did a little bit too much research on. <laughs> that happens on this show. I found one run where Mjolnir was treated as just straight up being magnetic. And it was the 1992-1993 Thor core from Tom DeFalco. I have that book. It's real dumb, but it's a lot of fun. And there's It's a, a lot of fun. <laughs> and there's a part where Beta Ray Bill uses Stormbreaker to rip Mjolnir magnetically from someone. And Urok, a giant golem made of Uru, steals Mjolnir once by magnetizing it to him, although because he isn't worthy, he magnetizes it, steals it, grabs it, and it just slams down onto the ground. The Red Hulk once moved it by throwing Thor into space, and then because there's zero gravity, just kind of pushing off of it, and Newton's love. I've, I've heard the thing that in space you can grab it and move it around, but you once again can't use the powers unless you're worthy. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's cool. Could the Invisible Woman move it? Again, it's going to fall under the question of worthiness, and it's partly why I don't like the worthiness equation as much, because it becomes increasingly difficult to qualify what worthiness counts as. Because in theory, Thor becomes worthy after he realizes that there is more glory and uh, goodness to come from doing good for others than for going for his own, you know, glory mm -hmm. and kick-assery. But by that, you know, could Spider-Man do it? 
can we know cap can sometimes but i mean even that is just loosely defined can iron man do it like he's a giant d-bag but he does generally try and like work for the greater good of humanity than he does his egos are like close second place don't get me wrong but like, or does everybody have their own worthy qualifier that they have to get through first and that's why that might I mean, be different per person well and like it's such a fine line cap can do it because he was frozen for fucking centuries <laughs> uh you know wonder woman in the uh DC versus Marvel crossover could use it, and that actually made perfect sense to me, but where does, you know, Carol fall? Or even Magneto, I mean, he kills a lot of people, but he also is working for the greater good of mutant kind, whether you agree or not with his concept. Does that qualify as worthy? Does it, eh? Literally, Thor loses his powers because Nick Fury, or his ability to use Mjolnir for a while, which is how Jane Foster ends up with it, because Nick Fury whispers in his ear, Gore the God Butcher was right. And Gore's entire point was like, No God's worthy. No God is worthy. And that made Thor doubt himself enough that he completely lost use of the hammer and went on a bender, basically. Yeah, until he realized that the quest for worthiness is what determines whether someone is worthy. <sighs> the worthiness question is worse defined than Superman's power set in the 50s. That, yeah, that just frustrates me more than anything at this point. Like, it's just like, <laughs> well, let's narratively just do whatever fucking works. Well, and so there's, I was mentioning, like, it's been sentient before. During that time, the, the God Tempest or whatever, the, the All Storm, was actually merged with the spirit of Mangog. And just to be a dick, they were like, everyone's worthy except Thor. Mangog is the fucking worst. So when, when it became <laughs> sentient... And, and, and the God of Hammers, you said? Mm -hmm. I haven't read this. I should say this this uh, run hasn't even been collected in trade paperback form yet. Okay. Like it's, do, 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 I, I'm not expecting you to know the answer to this, but I just need to know if you do offhand. But uh, is it in, in a human form or just... It becomes a lady. Damn, I was really hoping for like a fucking hammer with eyes. <laughs> just nope. like Clippy? Nope. <laughs> yeah. uh, 100%. Only, no, it becomes Yolo, a lady. Like because, a blue lady. Because Thor is as horny for his hammer as the Doctor is for his TARDIS. Like, it's just... Fine, that's cool. I'm okay with people wanting to fuck their stuff, but... <laughs> I wish it was Clippy. I will say, uh... I, I don't disagree with you, now that you've put that idea in my head. Uh, the Earth X Thor, also known as Earth 9997, Mjolnir is technically a part of him. Uh, he's been bonded a couple of times with mm -hmm. Mjolnir. At one point, it was broken by Bor, his grandfather. I think it was Bor. And uh, the only way to fix it, Doctor Strange could fix it, but he had to merge it with him. And it was supposed to, like, be closely connected to him again uh, and bring back the old power thing of, like, he could only be separated from it for, like, two minutes before reverting back to his Donald Blake human form. But then subsequent writers just never talked about it again. The thing is, when I was doing my research, the thing I did notice is that most of the time, most authors treat it as people with those kinds of powers can't affect this shit, though. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise it means people with those power sets can walk into Asgard and just start throwing everybody's legendary fucking weapons around. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes sense. 
Also, like Mjolnir, part of its it, it, its enchantments go on and on and on. He could technically time travel with that motherfucker for a little bit. That got he can took open away. Up, he can open up portals with it. Yeah, he's the uh, he that's can, fun. He can actually like change matter with it. It has slight reality warping and material warping powers. And because of all of this, it's usually just like no, its own electromagnetic powers cancel it out. So okay. the, yeah. the answer is usually sorta to go back to the original. As I yeah. said, it's a lot of like Magneto going, oh god. And it, like, deflecting a little bit. Maybe if he's really lucky, ricocheting back and hitting Thor for comedic effects. But... He could probably block it, probably couldn't really maybe do anything with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe it. chuck it in a straight line and be tired. Now I'm curious to know how Magnetos works a little bit. Does, does he create magnetic fields, or does he manipulate He manipulates magnetic, because mm-hmm. he is the master of magnetism. On an Omega With... level, too, so he's... Stupid powerful. I think alpha, either way, the the that's another thing. X Men have a powering level of yeah. Omega is like the most powerful. Usually, it's like I can create planets, or yeah. Iceman with complete control of heat. Technically, yes. yeah. The Omega levels, it's like your body will give out from using your power that hard before your power actually tops out. Shit. Most Omega levels are also limited by being human, like literally imagination. Mm-hmm. Shit, that's cool. Anyway, in order to keep our journey going, we're going to have to drop some ballast. Luckily, Zach is stuffed to the brim with a sword of genre facts. I'll prod him a bit and see what shakes loose. Remember, any misses or mistakes will have to be made up for at the end of our trip. Today, we'll keep with this expedition's theme of gadgets, gizmos, doodads, and ding-dongs. So, Zach, what knowledge can you drop on the Materiopticon? The Materiopticon? God, I know that name, but I don't don't know what that is. I'm going to guess it's either Jack Kirby or Grant Morrison. I can't actually tell those two apart. Um. Ooh, I'm curious. Who did? I, I didn't have that in front of me. I just actually. can't get the Necronomicon out of my brain. Also very Grant Morrison. I, look, so... <laughs> Crater's actually Gardner Fox. Um, oh! So it's probably... Well, there's a lot of things it could be from, but that means it's probably from D.C., either Green Lantern, Hawkman. God, Gardner Fox did a lot of stuff. Flash. Um, now, do you, do you want to phone a friend and get its other name? Sure. Dreamstone. It's fucking Dr. Destiny's power source. <laughs> <laughs> that is... Oh, I was going to be so mad at you. Uh, it is a... It's usually portrayed as, like, a ruby. It is an item that originally was used by the villain Dr. Destiny, who has the ability to manipulate your dreams, and he has a skull face. And, like purple hood and stuff. He appears in the Justice League cartoon a couple of times is probably where people are most likely to know him from. Or he later on appears in Sandman where it is revealed that this is the the dreamstone of Dream of the Endless that is one of his three items of power because it's his, what is it? It's a bag of sand, mm-hmm. the helmet, and the, the dreamstone yeah. or apparently the Materiopticon. Yes. Because Neil Gaiman, for a series that just is overtly ignored DC later like in the second half really did put effort to use things from DC in its first first half although some things that he wasn't able to use some things that he wanted to yeah and not doubting what what do you know scarecrow in uh, Arkham was supposed to be Joker but Joker was technically dead at the time well that means they were trying a little harder with Joker continuity than they've been doing lately but you know fair enough I yeah I lost track of that a long time ago it got real confusing. Right around when he lost his face. Uh, what the what the Dreamstone could do is literally vague dream-based powers. Uh, Dr. Destiny uses it to control people around him for a really 
really disturbing comic book where he keeps the members of a diner under his thrall for... 30 hours or something? 24 hours. 24 hours. That's the name of the story. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That sounds horrible. Oh, no, it's real dark. Um, Ooh, it's, it's one of the darkest stories DC has ever fucking published. And they used it in the audio adaptation that Audible does, which if you have Audible, those Sandman audio adaptations are mm-hmm. just absolutely baller. But it is it dark. is dark, and they do some stuff that you would not do these days. Okay. Uh at some points, they're, like, begging him for death. At other points, they're, like, worshipping him as a god. I think an orgy happens at one point. Like, it's... I was... I had to stop listening to the audiobook after listening to it, because it was just fucking me up. Like... Yikes. It's rough. You got it, after the yeah. name change. Yeah, I think the phone of friend helps. <laughs> <laughs> we don't usually do that one, but... Uh... But, but you definitely knew it. You just... Didn't know it by this other Materiopticon. So say, that's like how, a, how common is the Materiopticon as a name for it? Is my question. I guess probably more common before that Sandman story. Doctor Destiny's not a heavily used character, anyways, because dream manipulation only works so well when Batman's just gonna punch you in the goddamn face afterwards. It's true. It's <laughs> happened. True. That's how most of the stories end. <laughs> Like, oh, it was him. Punch. Oh, it was a guy who got in my dreams. Um, A lot of times it turns into stuff like, he has been powered up, and now he is slowly turning these dreams into reality. Yeah. Like I said, that was like the only detail you didn't know, though. (laughs) That was also called the Materiopticon. So I say that's a pass. Uh, that's it for today, folks. We're taking off, but before we go, we'd like to remind you to hit subscribe and check out all of our sister shows at earverm.com. That is E-A-R-V-V-Y-R-M.com. Other ways to get in touch with and follow us will be in the show notes. And as always, we'd like to give a special thanks to our editor, Stephen Gady, and to Ian Ford for our theme song, Tracks. Until next time, I'm Tyler. I'm Zach. Up, up, and away. Up, up, and away.